can't wait to hear what I thought about thought about the podcasts. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, we're gonna do something a little different here. So we are we are recording first of all. As right now? Of, yeah, as of right now. Is that all right? <laughs> I don't care. Do you have another fifteen minutes of prep to do over there? You good? I'm ready. All right. Um, I'm just giving you a hard time, Frank. I was born ready, man. I was born ready. Born ready. Okay. Uh, so I thought we'd, uh, we're going to do they is. They called me born ready, Frisbee. We're going to interrupt each other. Um, no, we're going to. I figure we flip a coin and, and surprise ourselves to see which one we do first. Uh, I think we'll do heads, Twilight Zone, tails, podcast, podcast. It won't be a surprise for the audience because they'll see it on the feed, obviously, but it's a surprise for us. I like it. All right, so head head Twilight Zone, and I'm just gonna start playing it. So get, if if it's Twilight Zone, get ready on those. Uh... All right, Tomorrow. here we ready. go. Uh... All right, here we go. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. Well, I says to Jack Virgin, General, we ain't going to get no artillery support. They're dug in too deep. Well, we're going to have to... Infilate them. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to infilate them to beat the band. Frisbee, when are you going to burn that mouth organ or at least learn how to play it? Well, it relaxes me. Well, old Blackjack knew he was who he was dealing with. He didn't call me old infilating Frisbee for nothing. Horseradish. Where do you keep the horseradish, Frisbee? Top shelf. Top shelf. And ketchup, right in back of the cash register. Well, the next morning we attacked up and down the line, and the rest is history. Smashed them to bits. Four and a half hours later, we were in Paris, and an hour later, we we're in Berlin. Oh. Be my guest. Frisbee, you're the biggest liar I'd ever set by a stove. You doubt my word. Well, you can start with that. Beyond just doubting your word, I'm calling you a liar. You're... How can you get from Paris to Berlin in one hour? Find a salary, Pete. <laughs> yep. How about turnips? Oh, all out. Get some in the morning. We're waiting, Frisbee. How do you go from Paris to Berlin in one hour? Well, now, that's what made the operation so fantastic. See, I was doing a little reconnoitering and found a, a back route. Well, that's very interesting, Frisbee. Except last week, you sat right in that dang chair and told us you was in the balloon corps. Over what? the Battle of the Marne, you shot down three German Fokkers with a pistol and you directed the artillery so the Marines could win. Well, I did. I did indeed. That was a year later. Let's see. That was April 1917. Well, looks like rain. Tell by the clouds. Always tell by the clouds. Why do you, hate, why do you hate me, Frank? Up there, that is a stratocumulus opacus. You fellas know anything about meteorology? <sighs> Here we go again. I can't say we do, President. 
Well, I can say that I do. Majored in it at the University of Wichita. Got my doctorate. Wrote a thesis at the age of 13 that's still used as standard text. Meteorology and you, it's called. Folks that know say it's the most scholarly treatment as a subject in the history of the field. There's so much preamble. Oh, cumulus Frisbee, they call me. Oh, Cumulus Frisbee. Cumulus Frisbee. Cumulus Frisbee. Cumulus Frisbee. Reflecting gentleman with a sizable mouth is Mr. Frisbee. He has all the drive of a broken camshaft and the aggressive vinegar of a corpse. As you've no doubt gathered, his big stock in trade is the tall tale. Now, what he doesn't know is that the visitors out front are a very special breed, destined to change his life beyond anything even his fertile imagination could manufacture. The place is Pitchville Flats. The time is the present. But Mr. Frisbee's on the first leg of a rather fanciful journey into the place we call the Twilight Zone. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 108, episode 330 of The Twilight Zone, Hocus Pocus of Frisbee. I'm Phoenix, the aggressive vinegar of a corpse west. And I am Frank, um, <laughs> I am Frank old, uh, uh, splitting the atom for Frisbee. Uh, links. Links, sorry. <laughs> I don't know, I was, I was trying to, yeah, I failed. <laughs> Frank was in the balloon corps. He he didn't know how to come up with a name. He's too busy. You know what the balloon corps was? Fun okay. fact. Ooh, Frank's fun fact corner. In World War One, there was a such thing as the balloon corps. Yeah. What they do is these idiots would go up in a balloon to surveil, you know, for surveillance. Yeah. But oh boy, were they just steady targets for people to shoot at? <laughs> yeah, that I didn't know, and that is stupid. The fact that they did that. <laughs> That's a suicide mission. That's basically a, a slow motion kamikaze, really. Yeah, I mean, because they didn't have video cameras or something, so they could like do it unmanned. And it was like the the balloons didn't stay afloat for too long. It was it's like, all right, I'm gonna go like twenty thousand feet in the air and then kind of just fall to my death eventually. But hey, I'll, at least I'll let you know where they're at, even though you kind of already know. <laughs> Should we get like parachutes or something? Nah, get up there. Have fun up there, you guys. Convicts. He's used convicts on death row. <laughs> you ever look up uh, how much how expensive balloon rides are? It's fucking crazy how expensive it is. Yeah, and you know what? Think about it. like how expensive is a balloon and a wicker basket with with a flamethrower? Honestly, I don't know. I, it must be I, crazy expensive. The helium prices must be outrageous nowadays. Yeah, well, you know, you kind of make it by burning, but um. What I want to know is, is, like, like, are you paying for, like, the pilot on knowing what he's supposed to do? Because, like, I always thought about, like, once you get into the balloon, you're kind of at the will of the wind. So where do you land? How, how do you control a balloon of where you land? I mean, I guess you, you know, you let the air, like, leave the balloon and you fall gently. But where you fall gently is just totally just random as shit. Unless you're tied off, I suppose. I think they uh, they have those little cords that they pull. I think it guides it. Really? They can steer them? Yeah. I would have to assume so. Otherwise, it's just a, you know, pissing in the wind at that point. You have no idea. they got to have some sort of steering on there. Yeah, but you can't go against the wind. You go with the wind. So I guess maybe you can steer with the wind at that best. Yeah, I'm sure there's a limit. But uh, either way, we're not here to talk about uh, balloons. Even this I've never been this, in one person. Either way. No. Yeah, I don't think I ever will either. either. Nope. Um, I, I, I'm curious, too. I'm not scared of heights at all. Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. 
I don't know if I want to do it out here. What's up? You ever jump out of a plane? No, no. Would you? Um, yeah. I looked into it before, and you have to do like your first few dozen jumps with a like in tandem with someone, mm-hmm. and that seems weird to me. That's what stops. Like, like I would do it, but I, I don't want to be strapped to some dude. Exactly. Yeah, just his crotch against your back. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, unless we're naked. I mean, what? I'd rather be naked because at least, like, that was fucking weird, but it's just through his pants <laughs> and you still, ugh. No, thanks. <laughs> anyway, the goddamn harmonica, Frank. More goddamn harmonica. Why? Yeah, that, that's why I played in the beginning. I'm like, he's going to love the harmonica. <laughs> goddamn harmonica. Is there a more irritating instrument other than the bagpipe? I like the bagpipe. It's fucking irritating. Jonathan Davis made it cool. <laughs> yep. Something like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just just the most irritating instrument. It's like there to it's like cats in heat. It's fucking irritating. <laughs> playing uh what does he say? Playing outlawed tunes on outlawed pipes. <laughs> you know, like things like oh Wish they would have kept it that way. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, well, fuck, fuck this episode, right? Do you like this episode? I have a feeling you like it. Yeah, I yeah, do. I had, a, I had a feeling there. I, I don't, I don't like it at all. There's nothing in here for me. It's, it's stupid. It's fucking irritating. And then uh, you get the alien mask from like fucking Halloween Town. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? I actually like the alien mask because they. Can comparatively, yeah, comparatively a lot better. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, but the, it begins in the store. I've mentioned this episode before a long time ago. I didn't remember what it's called though. But this is I was talking about like this old guy who keeps talking shit in the store. This is the episode I was talking about. Um, every single inch of this place is covered in wood. Like even the glass has like an, a wood frame on it. What the fuck is going on in this store? <laughs> Another pickle in a barrel. Yeah. And uh, how on earth does this gigantic wooden monstrosity of a life fixture with a oil lamp looking thing in the middle of it light up the entire store? <laughs> he goes to turn it off and everything goes to black. <laughs> oh, I'd say uh, that's the, uh, it's the great uh, timing there. I've had to do that before with, uh, on a set where you do the timing for the lights because a character flips on a light but it's not connected to anything because it's a you know, plywood wall, and then you have to turn on the studio lights and time it right. And I, they do this a lot. Remember in Little Girl Lost, the dad turns off the lights and it's like two, a half second behind. It just looks weird. It never yeah. works. Never looks good. Yeah, no, it's it's not. Um, I don't know. Not a perfect. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I remember the first time I watched this episode. I got like five minutes into it, and then um, I uh, and then a plane kind of crashed in my backyard and it was on fire so i ran out there and uh i pulled all the passengers out before it blew up and and, uh they called me old uh old frank saving people's lives from a burning plane links there you go you got the nailed it it's true i saw it in the newspaper i mean it's a good thing that i was there because you know when they built that plane they, they couldn't figure out you know where to where to put the engines, you know, uh, under the wing or, or in the back, like tail rudder, you know, how you have the two on the tail rudder and, uh, you know, four, you know, 48 hours 
and I had them on the back tail rudder for the first time, and that's what they used to call me, old Frank, two-engine tail rudder links. A bit, bit clumsy, a bit, bit uh, a long one, <laughs> but yeah. Frank's got a lot of nicknames. I don't know if you guys know this or not. Frank is, Frank's had a, a busy life. He's lived, he'd have to be 100 people in 200 places uh, to live this life, but he has. All of it's true. I'm sure we're going to hear many more stories throughout this episode as well. Old yeah, like the, ba- the Battle of Gettysburg, you know? They were just like three-foot stone wall, you know, 119th Infantry of Pennsylvania. And we were like, you know, they're probably going to come across this field if they're dumb enough. So if we line up here, it'll just be a massacre. And uh, they were like, you know, but it's a good thing we called in old Frank. Um, Time traveling. You know, hide behind the three-foot stone wall links. I thought you were going to be uh, Frank time traveling links. but No, no, no. I was there. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was, I just misunderstood it. Yeah, I, no. I'm not going to disagree with you. It's. <laughs> and then, you know, denial links. the U.S. government called me up during World War II and like, listen, we just cannot beat the Japanese. They will not surrender. And I was like, well, you know, I have a I have a secret bomb. I built it in my basement, tested it a few times, you know, out in the backyard works perfectly. So uh, the same backyard yeah. that the uh, pilot crashed into. Yeah. Did yeah, he crash into like the. Uh, the, yep. the meteor that like the hole in your backyard yep and and you know they they perfected it uh to this day and that's why you know they called an old frank h bomb links your, your backyard's almost as famous as you are oh yeah historical site well it's a big backyard i own a lot of land because they call me frank owns a lot of land links very on the nose on that one thank you <laughs> um so the guy just talked shit. Pretty much. No, I'm talking about you. Uh, the guy just oh. talked shit in this episode as well. He, <laughs> he, 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 I love it because he get in that clip you played. He's like, he got to Paris from Paris to Berlin in an hour, and they're asking him how he did it. And he's like, oh, I found a back route. I'm like, flying. <laughs> like, I love that. I love that excuse. That that line actually made me laugh. It's the first time in Twilight Zone history the line actually made me laugh. Like. This is honestly the first comedy that Rod's written that I'll go, all right, I'll give it to you. You finally kind of, you finally did it. (laughs) You finally made a decent comedy. Like, it's not hysterical, but I guess being surrounded by all the rest of them, it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a a comedy that's actually, you know, semi-interesting as far as the comedy goes, and it's relatable because... I think we all know someone like this where you're like, just keeps telling stories and stories and stories. It's a drunk guy at every bar. My father. Yeah. It's just like, okay. And at some point when he keeps going and the guy keeps going up, you know, he say he did all this shit and he invented all this shit and he gets, he, he, he would have been knighted, but he didn't want to bow to the queen and he got all these awards, and all these accolades. And at some point you have to go, yeah, that's great. Okay. I'm going to assume all that's true. You're a goddamn failure then because you have not capitalized on any of your success if this were true at all. You're, you're still a massive failure if you're sitting here in this fucking hodunk town running, your, running your, your wood factory here, which by the looks of it, and selling pickles out of a jar to people who are not paying for them. Those guys just steal their shit, his shit, and just walk out. Ketchup and radishes and celery. Who the fuck eats horseradish, actually? Do you? No. It's, it's, I've, I've tasted it before. And it is a it is a goddamn awakening. Like you could give that. I think if you put that in a tongue of someone who's in a coma, they would awake. They would wake. They would just wake right the fuck up and be like, "Where the fuck have I been? 
How old am I? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people know that that smelling salt that, that they wake people up like boxers, that's not smelling salt. That's horseradish. That's good to know. Fun fact. Frank's Fun Fact Corner. Yep, yep. Cleans the sinuses right out, too. To start crying. They wake up crying. Oh, it's, it's so goddamn nasty. One time I tried it, and I was like, it's, a, it's a, the thing where you don't know what it is at all, so you just try a bunch of it on a, on a burger. And I was like, oh, what the hell? I thought it was something else, and I just put it on there. I thought it was like a tartar sauce, and I just, you know, put it on. I had like a fish sandwich or something, put it on there. And then I was like, what the holy fuck is this? It's like your mouth hates you. It's so hot. It's like very spicy. And bitter. It's bitter and hot. Not like hot like a, like a, like spicy. It's hot like like something's on fire inside of you. Like, like, yeah, like uh, you just ate acid. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, you just cracked up in a battery cell and fucking slammed that down <laughs> like a five-hour energy drink. It is fucking disgusting. Uh, let's do another 20 minutes on horseradish, because I can't... Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what else is worse that reminds me of it? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut's disgusting. See, I, I can understand that, but I do like sauerkraut. Only on a hot dog, though. Okay, well, you're from Chicago. I, I can... I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. You you, you Chicago wings love <laughs> yeah, your hot dog. It's true. Uh, uh, I, I don't know why. I mean, here, a hot dog... Like, I go to 7-Eleven, put some hot... You know, like warm, warm fake cheese on there and some fake chili. It's good stuff. Oh, or if, if they don't have that, I'll put some ketchup, mustard, and relish on there. But that's about it. It's really hard to find a good hot dog place out here. This is not a hot dog state. It's a you got to get the the pickle wedges. Oh my god, not, not the little chunks, not relish, but like the pickle wedges with their stripes, or the little strips, I should say. They just like slice them down. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. Well, like the like like the butter pickles. I'm not sure what they're. I assume that's what they're from, but I'm not sure the exact uh, breed of pickle. Are they sweet or? Just yeah, pick- a little bit. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they're they're good. Or you can get it chunked up in Chicago uh, relish, which is also good. A little sweet, but the pickle pickle slices are they're not slices. They're like a imagine like a, a noodle, but a pickle. You put little strip little strips on it. Okay, I got you. Anyway, um, fuck, we were way off topic. Uh, Radio, way off topic. Radio, what? Dot com. What? What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I love the I love the ruin whenever you (laughs) set me up for a pitch. (laughs) Uh, It's so much fun. I don't know why. Uh, Because I knew when I said that you're gonna you're gonna do that. (laughs) All the time, dude. Well, listen. uh, How about um, we listen to Frisbee and his craziness for a second here? Okay. Well, as a matter of fact, we're not too accustomed to these rear engine jobs. Oh, you're not. Well, they, they are. This car, by the way, is not rear engine. <laughs> that was a trunk. Yeah, I looked it up. It, it's a. It's just a Ford something or other, and it's not rear engine. Ford's the only Ford that they ever made rear engine was a was a Ford GT, and that was until like eighty something. There you go. Was the Pinto not a rear engine, or Fiesta? I thought one of them was, and it kept yeah, exploding. That, that, that's Pontiac. Ford, Ford Fiesta. Fiesta, or oh Fiesta. oh you um, no, it was a, wasn't the no Fiesta was the no I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking of that Pontiac, where it kind of looked like a Honda, uh, Del Sol, but oh the car okay. What the hell was that called? 
the Pontiac. Some yeah, it was ugly. Whatever. Well, yeah, the, whatever. The, this Ford was not wrenched. <laughs> you could tell. Um, Do we want to set these guys up? Well, yeah, they were the, uh, you know, they basically, you know, ding, ding, and um, they pulled out from because apparently not only does this guy have everything in wood and selling celery, he also sells gas out front. Yeah, and, and he's sitting around with his friends, and I'm like, why the fuck are these men hanging out there? They fucking hate him. It seems like they hate Frisbee until later when they throw a random surprise party. But I'm like, why are you hanging out here? Because all you're doing is, like, listening to this guy just go on and on and on, and, like, you're picking up artist stories, and that's got to get old. I love the old man, though. The old man was great. He was a terrible actor, but he was fun. He, yeah, there's a line that he says. Oh, I have it written down. I don't know what it was, but I recorded it. I'm like, Ain't he the perfect limit? That's the line. <laughs> so, yeah, the, 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 the fact oh. we're not too accustomed to these rear engines. What? No, you're good. I was going to say the bell goes off, he goes outside, and then there's two gay men in a convertible. Yeah, like the guy driving looked normal. The passenger was, wow, is he weird looking. Yeah, and then he has that the little patch of hair in the middle of his head. That's about it. And then even yeah, his alien that, skull later has it. I love it. Was that like one of those fake hair wig things where he's bald but not really? I don't know. It, it did not look right. It looked very strange, but I love that he says he's not accustomed to these weird Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, I am. Matter of fact. I'm responsible for it. You developed them, uh, did you? Oh, indeed I did. Got a phone call one time from Henry Ford asking me to fly out to Detroit. And I did. And 48 hours later, I had developed the first rear-engine automobile. Mister, you're looking at the granddaddy of the American automobile. Well, right after I finished that designing job, Henry Ford said to me, rear engine, <laughs> what he always called me, old rear engine frisbee. Rear engine, he says, you are an automotive genius. And I couldn't very well argue with him on account of he was telling the truth. <laughs> Do you want it filled up? If you don't mind. Yeah, fill up my rear. <laughs> this is a, a gay alien race comes to Earth. Yeah, and then I, I love Frisbee. He, he goes to fill it up. He doesn't know where the goddamn fill Yeah. <laughs> and I love that, uh, like, two gay men forcing the elderly man to pour their gas. I love that. <laughs> Just like, hey, old guy, come out here. We're not used to this shit. Do it. Well, they well they could have landed in Jersey first and just got used to people pumping their gas for him. Could have been. Yeah. We don't know but, what this is. So. Like here, I like pumping my own gas because you know I don't trust the people around here. You know, so um, and it's just weird when somebody you know comes up and like they'll stand like right next to me as I'm doing it. And I just look at them like, can you go away? It's pumping gas, man. Like honestly, just go away. I don't need your help here. Do they? <laughs> isn't that a law that they have to pump your gas though in Jersey? Yeah, that's what it says. But yeah, I remember I stopped there for gas once, and I was like. This is fucking irritating. I don't like it. I feel weird. It depends where you go. I mean, if you go to like a Wawa or something, you can't do it because they'll get all mad. But you, there's a lot of places around here that are owned by. Uh, uh, that's a, another story for another time. But let's just say they're they're kind of lenient. <laughs> what goes on? It's such a stupid <laughs> law. Well, it's for insurance reasons. Change your insurance reasons. Every fucking other state has it where you can pump your own gas. 
Well, our our gas is ten cents cheaper than than the national average because of it. Ah. Because they don't trust the general public to pump their own gas, so it's more of a risk for that to happen. But if they have qualified uh, personnel trained to do it, <laughs> then uh, the insurance is a little less. That, that so, the, all that training that goes into pumping gas, something everyone else on the planet does. Yeah, I, I did it for a year in high school when I had shoulder surgery and I only had one arm because the other one was strapped to my body for six months. So I pumped gas. <laughs> so a one-armed man can do it. Yep. That's how hard it is. That's how hard your job is. Anyway, $1.80 for a tank of gas. That's insane. Yeah, for a full tank. And he gives him a 10 and he's like, uh, is, is that what it is? I'm like, where'd you get it? <laughs> Did they, I want to see the scene where they fucking mug someone in an alleyway. <laughs> like, he has random money on him. Here you go. Oh, brother. Yeah. I was like, that's just kind of odd. The, the, uh, the gay thing happens a little. I'm going to keep pressing this issue because I got a vibe. Because he's like, we'll see you later, Frisbee. Yeah, we'll see you later. And then they kind of like smirk at him and they drive off. And well, then, they, they, they do whisper to, uh, here we go. Mean looking old clouds. Looks like it'll rain shortly. Can you tell when it's going to rain? Tell? Rain? Mister, I can tell when the humidity drops one half of one percent. Why, I can predict fog, smog, rain, hail, sleet, and snow 24 hours before it happened. Mr. Frisbee, we were wondering if... Uh, I will very likely be seeing you soon, Mr. Frisbee. Okay. We, we will be seeing you soon. Yes. We like this specimen. Fucking goes back inside. And why was everyone inside acting like they're just having like a weird orgy? They're all standing around like, oh, oh, like a sitcom. Like, oh, nothing going on here. We're, we're not, oh, hey. How's it going? Because they're the candy blind over there. <laughs> yeah, they must have been. And then they all like have this weird laugh and then they immediately leave. And I'm like, why did you wait for him to come back in just to leave immediately and not pay for anything? He's like, it's 5 p.m. Must you know, better time than ever to close up. I'm like, at peak hours of shopping, like, who closes at 5 p.m.? I think this your is general a... store in a gas station. Probably yeah. the only one in the town. <laughs> Probably. I think that's nobody has a job there, so I think they just go there. Seems like a barter society, or like a farming kind of community. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and the one dude had just the the worst hat in the world. I'm trying to remember, I don't remember a hat. It covered his ears and everything. Oh, that fucking guy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. He starts to close up and like drag all his shit from the porch into the inside, and then he starts hearing like a voice, like trying to lure him out to the alleyway for like an, a good alleyway rape. So it's like. Hey, Frisbee, why don't you walk out here? Yeah, it's totally safe. Walk a mile down the road, and you're, you're for an adventure. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Some He's going to get fondled. Something's going to happen to him. And then uh, Frank's not listening. And then, no, no. no I, I, yeah, no, I can hear I'm sorry. There, there's like a fan running or something. I don't know where it's coming from. And then we get a great special effect because he's like, oh, I guess I'll do it. And then he's like, I'll, let me finish taking my things inside. And then he's like, wee, and then he floats away. Because he's in the balloon core. And then he just flies away in a great special effect and then lands somewhere else. And then the, the poor actor yeah, it, sneezes. It was like the, like, like, like the voiceover was so bad. It was so bad. I mean, he, he acted it well, I suppose. But 
like the voice talking to him was just so bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do anything with it. It just sounded like someone talking. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, but, go outside. I don't want to go yeah, outside. I mean, you should go outside. All right, I'll go outside. Let me see where it is. Yeah, here, Frisbee flies away. <laughs> Whee! Frisbee here. Mr. Frisbee, if you walk out of your store and head east down the highway for 200 yards, you'll have quite an adventure. when I was the very first man to climb into a landing craft headed for the French coast. That was June the 6th, 1944. Stoney, Ike said, Stoney, you lead the invasion. You'll be mine. German E-boats. What's a German E-boat? Duca dive bombers, coast <laughs> artillery. But you can do it. Exceptional. Well. What's all the fucking magic sounds? Uh, I don't think I'd better take the walk. It looks like rain. Then you are frightened. We had thought that you'd be the one man willing to take almost any risk. Well, that may be very well, but... Who may I ask is saying all this? That's not if you walk down the road as I suggested, you'll find out. Find out. The only guy around there doesn't talk like a fucking idiot. Well, all right, but wait till I get my things put away. That won't be necessary. You won't be coming back. Why do they have him say we? Because it's funny. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's just bizarre. He, Frisbee <laughs> has a face I can only describe as this. Andy Griffith fucking Gary Busey after they freebase some heroin. Wow, that's descriptive. Yes. So <laughs> that's his face. Not that the, the not their baby, but that's kind of the image I'm getting with his face. It's just kind of a shoved in there. Fair enough. I agree with you. I agree with you. Bizarre looking man. <laughs> uh, uh, commercial break? Commercial. Commercial. Oh, oh, almost deleted the commercial. That was, that, was, that was close. Here we go. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. You're listening to LIW, The Twilight Zone Review. Winners of two Oscars, three Grammys, and one Tony. Also, we won a Teen's Choice Award, a Nickelodeon Teen Kiss Award, and then we're also on the ballot for uh, for the Hall of Fame of Podcasting. That's right, the first ever Hall of Fame of Podcasting. We're going to win it. I, I got a good feeling here. Actually, we already, we already did win it. We won it. Do you believe that? It's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to the award-winning LIW The Twilight Zone Review. Uh, just thought I'd share all of our accolades with our audience there. That was a, that was a good uh, speech you gave there. It was very uh, descriptive. Very descriptive, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you know, uh, I've gotten a lot of, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of 50-50 mail, you know, saying it was great, it was bad, you know, but hey, you know. You can't listen to all the negativity, you know. Just, well, I thought it was the, great. It was touching. Well, you know, the guy that gave the award, he was like, Frank, you know, Frank Podcaster Links. That's what they called me. <laughs> he, he kept saying it, too. That guy was drunk. That guy was drunk as shit. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, hey, good, good award ceremony. I mean, you know, your, your speech was short and sweet, but to the point and perfect. I probably shouldn't have made all those Hitler references, but... Uh, it worked somehow. It felt like it felt right. It did, and it, you, you went for it. And most people didn't agree, but I did. That's all that really mattered. That's all that really matters. We're doing it for each other. We're in the podcasting hall of fame now. It's fucking. It's crazy. We're the only no. people in it. Yeah. No matter what we do now, it doesn't matter. It's not like they're going to take us out of it. Fuck them. Can't do shit that's, to us. That's what I say. I mean, so if they I ever said. get anybody else in the Hall of Fame, there's no competition for us right now. We're we're it. I mean, it's Joe Joe Rogan, Tom Elliott, um, Corolla, and you know Liw. Maybe those other guys will get in there. But right now, well, it's just... you know, it, 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 every year they pick a guy. You know, 2018 was was it, it was us. And so that means we're better than you. Yep, this year. <laughs> so the frisbee walks out, or he gets you know flown across the town. Gets during on. the day, but he lands two hundred yards away at nighttime. Yep, <laughs> a lot of this going on. It's five p.m. He says it's sun still out, bright and shiny. Lands in in the dark. Who knows where the fuck they took him? Maybe they took him back to Jersey. And then he, he gets on a spaceship, and then he meets like the fucking gay crew there. They look, they look like interpretive dancers because he tries to leave and all these like, Fah! and all these hands pop up in front of him, just hands. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? What the shit is this? It's, it's like interpretive dancing. They're all wearing like these weird tan gloves. You know that too? So weird. The, the gloves drove me nuts. Well, part of it, the reason it drove me nuts is because their attire, the alien attire is, is the following checklist. Gray turtleneck, black blazer, tan gloves. They are aliens. Wow, with that outfit, how could how could there be anything else? I I, I know. <laughs> God, what the fuck was it? It was the laziest, laziest uh, alien attire ever. At least they didn't have them like in silver jumpsuits or some bullshit like that. So I guess I can't really complain that hard. But why do they all have to match? Why do aliens the, have to match? And and yet again, another forbidden planet prop. <laughs> This is this is episode number what thirty seven that they've used forbidden planet props. Got it. Got to be <sighs> the warehouse of all the props for that show had to be like right next door. I think they just shanghaied everything, <laughs> just fucking ransacked <laughs> the place like like a like a swap mate and just stat, grabbed every, like had the guy look away and stat, grabbed everything in blankets and just ran off, just rod yeah. running. Yeah. I'll find a way to cut money, cut our budget. Uh, we'll reuse the same harmonica track over and over and over, and I'll steal this. 
<laughs> That's good stuff. Um, yeah, he. he um, Are you going to play how how quickly Frisbee gives up the bit? His entire life, he gives up this bit in three seconds to these aliens. Um. Yeah. Right. Uh. Well, he. Uh, let me see here. Yeah. Here we go. Be getting home for supper. I. Say it's getting late and I gotta get home for supper. I gotta get out of here. I gather that you don't quite understand the situation, Mr. Frisbee. How's that? You're not going home for supper. You shall have supper here. Here? Precisely. In exactly, well, 14 minutes by your measure of time. We'll be departing. Departing from where to where? From here to our planet. You see, Mr. Frisbee, our assignment here was to secure a representative Earth species, hopefully the most brilliant we could find. There seems to be no question that your accomplishments are far and away more extensive than those of any other human being on Earth. Mine? Frisbees? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, ain't no probe Frisbee. I'm just an old country boy with a big mouth. Oh, come now, Mr. Frisbee. You do yourself a terrible injustice. We know all about you and your accomplishments. Accomplishments? Well, I uh, guess you might just as well know now as later. Only accomplishment I got you fellas evidently overlooked, and, well, that is, I'm the goddarndest liar that ever hit the pike. He gives it up so quickly. I spin the biggest yarns west of the Rockies. And I don't mean exaggeration. I mean lies. L-I-E-S, lies. At least I didn't have a misspell it. Oh, yeah. Mr. Frisbee, there are some terms that we cannot relate to our own language. Uh, this word, lie, that you mentioned. You mean that anything that anybody tells you just goes without saying that, well, it's the truth? Hence, everything that I've told you, you believe? Hence, you're going to take me up to your planet and put me in a cage. Oh, hardly that, Mr. Frisbee. It won't be a cage. We'll naturally <laughs> have to keep you confined, much as we do the other specimens we've collected. I don't like how he says the word cage. You're obviously entertaining Venusian. He sings on eight different pitches simultaneously and accompanies himself with his tail. Now, you wait a minute. I am a bona fide American citizen, and I got my rights. And furthermore, oh, no, please I... contain yourself, Mr. Frisbee. Now, since we shall be departing very shortly, you have your choice of supper now, or perhaps you'd prefer waiting. What will be your pleasure? Pleasure? My pleasure is to punch you right in the jaw. I think I know what their pleasure is. Um. Yeah. Nope. It's a pleasure. Oh, you figured it out? <laughs> I'm just curious what you're going to say. I, the, the actors that are playing them are clearly gay men. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he does look like a squishy bottom. He does. 
He, he looks like a Ned Beatty in Deliverance. Let <laughs> like, me make him squeal like a piggy. Squeal! <laughs> he hits him, and then the, the head breaks apart like it's ceramic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, like a fucking uh, potter's uh, plant. And then <laughs> I, I wrote down another line uh, that's coming up, upcoming here. I don't know what the fuck it means. I, I fr- Frisbee says it, but I don't, um, it's when he gets put in the other room. He says the phrase, four days on the corn jug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even have a guess. I don't. <laughs> it's, um, you know, uh, grain alcohol. Okay. I, I guess that would have been my guess if I was forced at gunpoint to come up with a guess. But It's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah. I was so damn drunk for four days, and I still didn't see anything uglier than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I got that. Yeah, here it is. Feeling better, Mr. Frisbee? We'll be departing in five minutes. Man, the last time I saw anything that looked like you, I'd been four days on the corn jug, and even what I thought I saw looked better than you do now. These guys are four days on the skin flute. Are the girls where you come from do they look like you, too? Well, you'll become accustomed to our appearance, Mr. Frisbee, much as we've been able to accustom ourselves to yours. Do you think this guy's still fucking? Why is he asking this? Yeah, really. It's like, I, I don't think Frisbee has the ladies' man. No, the, the eyebrows are a clear indication he's given up on that part of his life. They're, they're grown over like uh, ditch weeds. Just like <laughs> nobody's attending those things. Yeah, it's like he punches a guy, his face crumbles, and it's just this ridiculous-looking alien. You faint because of it. You wake up, and the first thing you say is, wow, when I was drunk, I didn't see anything worse as you. How's the girls on your planet? <laughs> yeah. His eyebrows are like the uh, 70s Captain America where he had these things on the side of his head, and they're like these little <laughs> wings that come up. You're like They gave that up because it's fucking ridiculous. But this guy is not... I don't know why he's asking. Is he asking because he's concerned for them? Or is he like, I want to get my dick wet in this planet. Is this going to work out or no? Am I going to have to like put a blanket over her face? Or what's what's the situation here? I just want to know what my future is going to hold. Yeah, it's like that question is like question number 365 after about three weeks of being there. I guess I'd ask that when I, when I lost all hope that I wasn't going back home, I guess. But yeah. the third question, or the second question, really, is that, I mean, kudos to him, I suppose. And then he assumes, the assumption, is the gall of this assumption that because, how do, how do, I, how do I want to say this, Frank? They're aliens, and he's still going to try to fuck one of them. I know, it's like, uh, yeah, so I guess I can screw an alien, right? You, you kind of look like people. I, I I guess I, I guess that's why they're wearing gloves because their hands they don't want to put ceramic hands on. Uh, Good point. Good I, point. I you know what? That's probably why they wear gloves. I just Good thought point. of that. And the turtlenecks. Yeah, explains the turtlenecks. Doesn't explain the blazers. Oh no. Well, they're trying to fit in. The turtleneck and, would be fine. You know, they're they're driving rear-engine cars. You know, so they're you know they want to look very upper class. We know the term rear engine, but not the term lie. I know. <sighs> he, he, they, 
They yeah. know what supper is, but they don't know why. How many times in a row did they say the word supper? Between the both of them, probably about five. It was all in a like supper, 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 supper. It was like Jesus Christ, guys, come on. I, I have never used the word supper myself to to express how I'm, I'm hungry. Let's get dinner or whatever. It's like my grandparents used to. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, in the Midwest, they say supper, and I, I stopped saying it. I also stopped saying pop for soda. You and should because it's it's soda. It is. It is. It's soda. What, what 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 do you call red sauce? Do you call it gravy or sauce? What the holy fuck is red sauce? You know, like the Italian sauce, red sauce, marinara sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So you got red, you got white. You know, Alfredo. So we call it marinara sauce or Alfredo sauce. Okay, so we, we call it red sauce, white sauce here. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not unusual, but. No, but there's a lot of Italians around here that call it gravy because there's meat in it. And I'm like, no, gravy's brown. Gravy's brown. It's a thing around here. It's yeah, it's a Northeast thing. Fucking disgusting savages. I know. Tell me about it. People literally argue over this. Like, like there's been fights over this sauce gravy bullshit argument. Anyway, um, he plays. He busts out his harmonica, starts to play it. They freak out. And the, the way that they experience pain in this in this alien race is shoot your arms up in the air like and stop like a mannequin and then freeze up like you pulled your back like you like you pulled your back out like, yeah and it's like they, they, they fall okay. down backwards but like it was so odd looking so stupid looking <laughs> like yeah. Ah, yeah, ah, and then they slowly fall over I got it right here because I, I know you'd love the harmonica. Do you mind if I relax a little? So then, um, after this scene, I go into the back, back there. That horrible the- sound. You know, I was figuring on giving a concert on this someday. I'm gonna get some water. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix. Do you left. have harmonicas on your planet? <laughs> Wait till he hears the one uh, track that I recorded. It's all harmonica throughout the entire episode. You better scat. They didn't call your mind. Frisbee, look at us. They're not. Go to the stair. Come on, Frisbee. Come on, Frisbee. Now, don't follow him. He has some sort of fantastic instrument. That's not a Wait to hear the next one. I told everybody what it's going to be, but you don't know what it is. Okay. That's going to be exciting. Uh, <laughs> that, I feel like you right now. Where you, I don't know what's going on. Because you, <laughs> you did something weird off when I wasn't listening. I know. How's it feel? You have no idea what I said. I don't like it. I'm going to stop it now and go back and listen. No, not really. Screw you. Um, yeah. So, so, oh, God, what? That. Where my water's out. What's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? Why, it's your birthday. As if you didn't. This is a surprise party. If you didn't know that. Why do they say happy birthday in the morning? Like, like, I don't know, around 4 o'clock? The presents. Open the presents. I have so many problems with this scene. Uh, at the end of this, I have no idea what the old man says. Open it up. Read it out loud. Read it out loud. 
Mr. Frisbee for the Took first time. Just for words. I'll read it for him. World's greatest liar. Mr. Somerset Frisbee, presented by his friends. Change his 63rd birthday. Go ahead, Frisbee. Make a speech. I've been waiting all day for this. Yeah, come on. How boring is your life? Tell us one of them real walks. Yeah, but where you been the last couple of hours? It's all I have. Maybe you took a quick trip up to the moon, huh? <laughs> now, you know you ain't very far wrong. Do you know who them fellas was out there in that car? Well, I'll tell you who they was. They was from outer space. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they did it. But they just whisked me right through the air, right into their flying saucer, and they was going to kidnap me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the truth. Honest, honest. You know how I got away? I just took out my harmonica, blew a Jesus couple Christ. of chords, Scared the hell and they me. just fainted dead away. Oh, that's a good <laughs> What did I tell you? Hey, he's a perfect limit. Right there. What the fuck did he just say? Ain't Harry the perfect limit? What? That's what he says. What do you mean, what? Yeah. Hey, he's a perfect liver. <laughs> I, I, I only know because I had it on uh, subtitles on, on on Netflix. Ain't he the perfect limit? Yes. That doesn't even make any sense. Oh, the guy's drunk out of his fucking mind. Ain't he the perfect liver? <laughs> he's like the fucking assistant coach in in uh, Waterboy. Yeah, it's not far off. <laughs> I have so many questions and, and problems with this fucking scene. Okay. <clears throat> he closes his shop at 5 p.m. After, right after they left the store. He gets whisked mm-hmm. away. He lands. He gets on the plane or the saucer, comes back out a few minutes later. It's been less than 15 minutes. They established that. Mm-hmm. He comes mm-hmm. back right back to the shop. I assume he had the walk. Who knows? Maybe a mile, which they said it was right down the road. So that's, that's where yards. they were. 200 yards. So he comes back to the shop. Why the fuck did they come back to his shop? They left his shop, came back in there. It felt like 20 minutes. He said it was a couple hours. Let's just say, let's just assume that's true. A couple hours. They came back to his shop. His, his shit was all over the ground when they got back. His door's wide open. He's nowhere in sight. They don't even question that. They don't start looking for him. They don't do anything. They, they're like, let's have a fucking surprise party for the guy. Even though, even though he's clearly supposed to be gone at home. Why the fuck are they waiting there? Were they going to wait all night? Until tomorrow? I, I have so many... Oh, this scene bothered the shit out of me. Clearly yeah, nighttime. If he wasn't kidnapped by the aliens, he would have went home and not came back till the next, very next day. Exactly. Unless the fucker lived above, which they don't <laughs> establish, so I don't know. Oh, or they just don't mention the fact that, hey, your shit was all over the porch because he dropped it when he, when he went, wee! His shit was all out there still. Wee! His door's wide open. They don't mention that to him at all, that someone might have fucking robbed him other than them. Maybe that's why they didn't tell him because they were robbing him. Well, maybe they oh. thought he wasn't done, you know, uh, cleaning up the place since the door was open. There's still stuff out front. They know he puts it inside, so he must have went around the corner, so it's perfect time to hide. For a couple he hours? Back. <laughs> it's the only, that's the only thing I can think of. For a couple hours. Yep. None of it Just, makes any sense. Just to give him a, a, you know, world's greatest liar fake trophy... And hear him tell 
another one of his bullshit fucking lies. The only way he could possibly convince them is he went, guys, I'm a huge fucking liar. Everything I've told you is a lie. However, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It was such like a boy who cries wolf thing yeah, where what, it just didn't on. work at all. But it was still funny. I liked it. Just because it was well acted by the guy. I, I, he pulled it off somehow. He had a weird, wacky looking haircut. I thought it was funny. His voice annoys yeah. the shit out of me. I think his voice made it funny. Because, uh, like, I, here, I have a oh, compilation God. here. Hold on. He's a harmonica voice. Me old enfilading frisbee for nothing. Our doctor seeth no say it's the most scholarly treatment of a cumulus frisbee, they call me. Oh, Archimedes Frisbee, they called me. What he always called me, old rear-engine Frisbee. Stonewall Frisbee. Old rocket thrust Frisbee, they called me. <laughs> the old liquid propellant Frisbee. <laughs> I love that one. Tell you, ain't he the perfect limit? Ain't he the perfect limit? Did you like that? That was good. I like that. Thank you, thank you. Rod, take us out said Frisbee, who might have profited by reading an Aesop fable about a boy who cried wolf. Tonight's tall tale from the Timberlands of the Twilight Zone. No, no. Spooky, spooky? And now, Mr. Serling, we have a return visit next week from a most eminent performer, Joseph Shulkraut, and his vehicle is called the Tradens. It's a story of a future society in which new bodies may be traded for old. It's my own personal feeling that of all the various story areas we've tackled in the Twilight Zone, this has the most import and carries with it the most poignance. I hope you'll be able to be with us next week. No. Here in one cigarette at Chesterfield is all the flavor and taste of 21 of the world's of finest tobaccos. Of course. Aged mild and then blended mild. The end result, tobacco too mild to filter. Pleasure too good to miss. Smoke for pleasure. Smoke Chesterfield. He says the Tradens is the most poignant when the act, the, your main actor was in your most poignant episode. Yeah, like we'll we'll talk about Tradens when we get to that. But okay. yeah, wow, wow. yeah. I, I, yeah. I like I like the Tradens, but I had no problem with it. But the guys from Death's Head revisited. Yeah, yeah. That, he was. Um, that's it. That's that's your most important Beck, episode. Becca, you're yeah. Becca. <laughs> Was it the uniform you wore? Can't be. What's it? Oh fuck! What does he say? Oh my goodness! It's been a while. It's tattooed. Uh, it's uh, whatever. Anyway, um, I can't think of it, so I'm just gonna move on. Um, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get to the trade-ins next episode uh, for episode 109 of this fine program. Um, do you want to do your plugs? Uh, it's double L N K Z on Twitter and uh, reddragongrid.com. All my shows are there and also the show as well. Okay, and then uh, not the I'll, podcast podcast, though. What? Not the podcast podcast for some reason. I don't know if he knows about it. Or not. I got to talk to him about that. But um, all right. So um, and then, uh, yeah, L.I.W. The TZ Review. And I am. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, I'll go to, uh, we have a Patreon now. If you could, in, in Wood, that'd be great. Go there. You can subscribe for less than, a, or for not less than, a, a dollar. Get all the back episodes. We have 338 episodes I put on there behind the paywall. It's a buck. It's a like, buck. 
good God, y'all. Like, I'm I'm a Patreon user, and, you know, people support me for my ICP, and, you know, I really appreciate that. And then all I do is I take what they donate, and I... <clears throat> spread it around to other other creators for Patreon. Like I'm I'm probably subscribed to like five different Patreons. So, you know, next one is uh yeah. Yeah, there's all these different tiers on there. The first, lowest level is a dollar. You can get all the back episodes on there. Um the, the higher tiers you can uh I, I put a thing in there where I'll, I'll make a podcast for you. Like I'll I'll improvise a story about you once every three yeah. months. Uh, and then we'll do one where I have another higher level one where we'll have them on a show the person on a show once a month. If you yeah. Want. Uh, we did a uh, $20 one where um, we did a uh, podcast with uh, one of the listeners and it's just, you know, it, he's the only one that has the copy. Yep. And roots it. So, you know, it's a pretty cool uh, you know thing that you can do. You can get creative with it. And, you know, if anybody has any ideas on, you know, uh, different other tiers, you know, because you can't think of everything. But, you know, if you want to do something and, uh, there's not a tier for it. You know, definitely send us an email where, where yes. Um, it's on the Patreon as well, the email. Uh, LordingWonderland at gmail.com. But I have a, that is one of the things. I said if you want to request anything weird, uh, I'll let you know if I'm willing to do that for you. Definitely up for debate. Uh, Patreon.com slash LordingWonderland yeah, Studios. Patreon.com slash LordingWonderland Studios. Go there. I'm not even going to plug my other shit. It's all there. Go there. Uh Again, 338 episodes behind the paywall. Only Patreon subscribers can get to those now. It's a lot of fucking episodes. A lot of them. I mean, like, 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 like. Obviously, people can still get this free on iTunes and everything else. But if you want to, like, right? Yeah the the season three episodes of this are all available still. But all the back episodes are just on Patreon. Right on. Right on. So there you go. Do it. It's, Tell your friends. Tell I mean, how nice. You know, people don't have, you know, PayPal or, you know, the funds or anything else like that. So, you know, at least you still get the, uh, you know, this podcast, you know, all the time anyway. But, you know, the extra perks and everything, you know, if you're able to do it, we really appreciate it. If not, you know, we understand, too. We, you know. Understand. Uh, it's just that eventually they will be moved behind the paywall. So save your copy while you can. But download, download, download. Goddamn download. <laughs> anyway, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix uh, Vinegar Like a Dead Body West. I forget what it was. And I am uh, Frank. I uh, can't think of anything right now. Frisbee links. There you go. Uh, so long, citizens. Peace.